Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning. I'm Liz Anderson. Coming up, an off-duty FBI officer involved in a shooting causing a traffic nightmare on 295. A man not wearing pants grabs a woman on a local trail. This is Kyle Cooper. A little bit of nervous excitement. How D.C. parents are feeling ahead of the first day of school. I'm John Aaron. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Vicki Barker in London. That redacted affidavit detailing the reasons FBI agents seized boxes of records from Mar-a-Lago. In a written statement Saturday, the chairs of the House Intelligence and Oversight Committee said there's concern human sources were endangered. The Justice Department said the redactions protect witnesses and investigative leads. An association representing federal law enforcement agents said it supports keeping the agents' identities confidential. Obviously, because of the level of threats, they're concerned for their welfare, and rightfully so. Intelligence officials now looking into whether national security was compromised when former President Trump moved the files to his Florida residence. In Texas, calls to keep teenagers from getting their hands on the deadliest guns. Ricardo Lewis of KEYE-TV reports. At a March for Our Lives rally on Saturday, Uvalde parents and activists demanded Governor Greg Abbott call a special session to immediately raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 to 21. My sister did not have to die for this. It was too easy. In and around Jackson, Mississippi. Scary range getting more scary. The already swollen Pearl River's closer to bursting its banks. The city estimates 100 to 150 homes could be impacted by Monday night. Officials anticipate flooding in the same areas that flooded just two years ago. WJTV's Leah Williams and in Pakistan. Flood victims wade through waist-deep waters, a thousand dead, millions homeless in monsoon rains that came too soon and too hard for officials to cope. We are trying our very best to do something for our public, for our properties, for their health, for their shelter, for their food. Brigham Young University's banned a fan for directing a racial slur at a black student-athlete during a women's volleyball match. This student, though, wonders how the offender was able to repeat the slurs through a whole game. Students around should have reported to, like, an usher to kick this person out. Countdown underway at the Kennedy Space Center for tomorrow's scheduled launch of an unmanned rocket, potentially relaunching America's manned moon program. As CBS's Peter King tells us, this one was built with spare parts. The Artemis rocket and spacecraft include engines, solid rocket booster pieces, and other space shuttle leftover parts. Astronaut Stan Love took exception to my characterization of it. Don't call my baby a Frankenstein's monster. His baby because Love makes sure that astronauts have a large voice in the program. As for the leftovers, he says NASA had to make major compromises to fly. That is what happens when cost is a chief factor in your compromise. Love says the leftover hardware has been flown, tested, proven reliable. Liftoff scheduled for tomorrow morning, weather permitting. This is CBS News. Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 10.03, August 28th, Sunday. Right now, 82 getting up to 90. Good morning, I'm Luke Luker. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
A shooting involving an off-duty FBI police officer led to a huge traffic mess in northeast D.C. It happened yesterday near Kenilworth Avenue at around 1.30 p.m. Caused a major traffic backup that shut down 295's northbound lanes between Pennsylvania and Burroughs Avenues for almost six hours. No serious injuries were reported, and the FBI Inspection Division is looking further into the shooting. The search is on for a man who allegedly exposed himself and grabbed a woman walking on the WNOD trail in Falls Church. It happened early Friday along the trail between Town Center Parkway and the Fairfax County Parkway. A woman says a man who was not wearing any pants grabbed her around the waist. When she fought back, he ran away. Police say it's possible the man may have done the same thing again Friday afternoon and may be involved in three other similar incidents earlier this month. The man is described as white or Hispanic between 30 and 40 years of age, wearing a dark-colored headband and a yellow exercise vest. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Hyattsville police are saying that the city is seeing a sharp rise in drug overdose. In just three days, police and EMS have revived four teenagers who overdosed. On Thursday, Hyattsville police pulled an unconscious 16-year-old girl from the back of a car. She was not breathing, and early yesterday morning, officers found a group of intoxicated teens with a stolen car at Duck Pond Park in University Hills. Three of the teens, which were also girls, were in severe distress and had to be revived. No deaths were reported amongst the four. On the first day in Prince George's County tomorrow, students won't be the only one with homework. The Office of the Inspector General has made several recommendations to ensure that taxpayer dollars are spent wisely on the school board. The Office of the Inspector General says the Prince George's County Board of Education Ethics Advisory Panel's investigation last year into seven school board members was not only flawed, but it also cost more than $100,000. This comes after the office received several complaints from parents regarding taxpayer dollars used. The Inspector General's office also accuses School Board Chair Juanita Miller, the Acting General Counsel, and the Chair of the Ethics Advisory Panel of violating a board policy. The recommendation is now for the County Board of Education to revisit their guidelines to ensure they're obtaining fair prices for services. Earlier this summer, County Executive Angela Alsobrooks asked the school board chair to step down, but instead she hinted at a hearing process. The process should not be allowed to be unduly manipulated. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. WTOP reached out to the school board chair regarding the latest report. So far, we have not received a response. Students in D.C. are among those heading back to school tomorrow. It has both kids and parents brimming with anticipation. A lot of excitement, a little bit of nervous excitement. That's what parent Megan Clark is feeling ahead of the new school year. Her young son will be going to Lafayette Elementary School in Northwest D.C. and with masks optional this school year. I think we're still trying to decide if uh, how we feel about sending him in a mask every day or not. We still haven't made that decision, I think. Parents of K-12 through students have a deadline of today to upload a negative COVID test for their child online. Also this year, students 12 and older must be vaccinated against COVID. John Aaron, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, it's the 59th, 59th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s March on Washington. We talked to a woman who was there. It's 10.07. Hey, Becky, what about this beat for your next song? Mm, it's cool, but I'm into faster stuff lately, like Xfinity that gives me beyond gig speeds. Got it. What about this, then? 
It sounds powerful, just like Xfinity. Because its supersonic Wi-Fi has three times the bandwidth, you can connect hundreds of devices at once. <laughs> That's what I call power. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity. Made to do anything so you can do anything. Learn about the next generation Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Or get started with a special offer on 300 megabits per second internet. Do more of what you love.